With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hrofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by the Hockey Gaming Podcast brand new YouTube page. The hockey guys are giving away a hoodie to celebrate their new YouTube channel. Register today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash HGP to win a Hockey Gambling Podcast hoodie. Hello and welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And Happy New Year. First year, first uh, show of 2024 here. I am your host, Brian Gilbert. Joined as always by co-host Joel Meyer. How are we doing here in uh, 2024, Joel? Doing all right, doing all right. Uh, last day of 2023 did not treat me so well. <laughs> I got absolutely shelled in, in the NFL, both in terms of long-term stuff and then the daily bets. But uh, it was all good on New Year's Day, though. It turned the page to the college football, and we finally said goodbye to Alabama. Fuck the Crimson Tide. They they went out with uh, with a whimper. They, they blew, a, blew a nice comfy lead there at the end. And, yeah, Michigan rolls on. And we're looking good for the for the final, but uh, we're, we're hoping Washington win with the with the upset over over the Wolverines. Uh, unfortunately for our our SMAP guy. Yeah, what's the line for that game? I imagine Michigan is favored by quite a bit. They actually opened up uh, shorter than I expected, three and a half, and then they got bet up to four or, or um, four and a half. But uh, yeah, I mean, I thought it'd be around six or so, and then Washington would get the money. But it was the other way around. Um, uh, Michigan got the early money, but I, I think it'll be around four, four and a half for for the uh, for the uh, the closing line anyway. Yeah, I, I had a small bet on Bama to win it all from like preseason. I was like a, a boost fan duel has, so I, I bet it on that, and I, I thought it was dead, obviously, until until they made it, and then of course, of course they lost. Uh, yeah, you know, hockey's been up and down. Some good good World Juniors action recently. Uh, they got some semifinals coming up here, so yeah, it's been a, been a good, good good few days for me here. Um, all right, before we get in, into everything, make sure you, first and foremost, subscribe to the uh, Hockey Given Podcast on YouTube. We are giving away a hoodie that we'll get into more later in the show. Uh, register today at sportgamblingpodcast.com slash HGP. Just got to subscribe to the YouTube channel. I've seen a bunch of new subscribers already, so welcome. And uh, let, leave a comment, and then uh, I, think, I think it's just leave a screenshot of you subscribed and your comment in that form there, and you'll be entered to win the uh, the hoodie. Hoodies are, are pretty sweet, so make sure you get into that uh, make sure you check out the sports Gun podcast website i got some world juniors semifinals and finals articles going up there fantasy hockey stuff as well of course every other sport uh, so make sure you check that out and make sure you are subscribed to the hockey given podcast uh, wherever you listen to your podcast if that's on spotify apple uh, leave us a five-star rating and review and uh i'll read it at the end of the show I haven't got a new review review in uh, quite some time here all, all, all year and all season so hopefully we'll get a Give us, give us a five-star review. I'll, I'll read it on the show uh, at the end here. And, of course, get in the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. Always a good time in there. People throwing out bets. People are profitable So in there. So, uh, Joel, you're, you're on a roll right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, five straight weeks in a row with uh, profitable profitability. Uh, it's it's uh, it's a long season. This is usually when I when I hit my stride last few years. It's, it's um, you know, before the dog days really set in. It, it's when teams still have that um the edge the motivation and you also get a lot of information about how they're playing so this is the best time of year for me typically uh but that'll that'll start to change once we get into february and then march when uh, uh teams start playing differently because uh 
you know, sometimes some days they show up, some days they don't because you know they're they're out of the standings or they're comfortably in the playoff spot. So uh, they take some days off, and that that's when it gets more challenging to handicap. But right now, where we're rolling, we're going to build up a comfy lead there. But yes, I do share all my bets in there in a nice little uh, Google sheet. So if, if you want to check them out, uh, hop on in. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I've noticed now recently, like now's the time too when like I think live betting is good because like you know what teams kind of suck and are kind of going to fade in the third period. You know what teams are able to come back, and you just you just look at you know look at shots on goals, look at if you're into expected goals, look at that for the game, and, and like you know these teams. This is the time when you know, like teams really show what they are. So yeah, now's a good time to get into things here. Um, anything you want to do here before we just jump right into this uh, big slate for Thursday? No, just uh, pouring out for Canada, going out to uh, the Czechs. Um, tough loss to a Slovakia. I had a nice 10 to 1 on them to get a medal, but they, they lost in overtime to the to the, the Finns, who seem to be getting back into um, uh, how they usually look in these tournaments. So, yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. Uh, fun day tomorrow for sure in the uh, the Thursday quarterfinals. It was sad Today, to see. Semifinals. Uh, semifinals. Yeah, uh, Flyers prospect Oliver Bonk, the puck went off his stick, and then and then and people giving him shit on social media. But you know, come on, they, they weren't expected to to win it all. So hopefully, I think USA now is like minus one twenty five to win it all. So hopefully, they can just bring it home for us. And I noticed uh, Cutter Gauthier has is leading the tournament with ten points. Like no one's talking about him because it's nine assists, but like he's he's been putting on a show too. So been good. Does he really? Oh, I, I thought it was only like seven, but that's oh, good. I looked today, yeah, because I, I I thought that was that bet was dead. Yeah, yeah, you know he's he's definitely uh, he's got some sick hands the way he he makes plays in the uh, offensive zone. So yeah, that explains uh, why he has nine assists. Yeah, hopefully he'll uh, be able to join the Flyers for their playoff run this spring. Hopefully. Um. All right, Joel, we're getting into this uh, thirteen game slate for Thursday, January fourth. Yes, sir. I kick things off here at 7 p.m. time slot. We got the Pittsburgh Penguins at the Boston Bruins. Game itself is in Boston at the Gardens. Bruins are minus 162. Penguins are plus 136. Over under is set at six. Both the over and under are paying off minus 110 here. Uh, I'll throw this one to you because I'll take this one. Flyers are up third, so I'll take this one in the third one. But uh, I don't really got much for this game. Uh, I, I want to take the, the Bruins. They, they've kind of won me back now with, with four straight wins. Not necessarily the greatest opponents. They they were favored in all four games. Three on the road. Pittsburgh, you know, they, they lost against Washington. Power play, got one power play goal, couldn't come up big in the third period. Outshot the Capitals 35-22. So I almost want to lean to the Penguins, but Bruins are just so good at home, 11-2-3. and three. Um, So I think if anything, maybe lean to the dog or, or see if there's any you know sort of, sort of goalie news on Thursday, but I don't really have a play yet for this one. Yeah, I, I kind of like the actually. I, I really like the Pens here as uh, as the road dog. Uh, they were the better team against Washington. They just had a horrible start, going down four nothing. But after that, it was all Penguins all day long. It was just uh, excellent goaltending by by Kemper to to keep the uh, the four three lead in the third period in particular. Um, but yeah, the Pens are uh, they're, they're kind of hot now. They're, they're coming up. Uh, they they now are in third in terms of scoring chances in the league. They're just having trouble putting it away. Uh, a lot of it's relying on. The Gensel and Crosby in particular. Uh, Brian Russ is kind of uh, having a quiet period here. But yeah, I, I like the way the Pens are playing now. So plus 136, give me that. Bruins relying too much on their goaltending and whatnot. Uh, it should be should be swaying and then for this one because uh, Allmark played the last game against the Blue Jackets. But uh, we'll, we'll see. But yeah, either way, I like the Pens here. Plus 136. Also, kind of lean to the under. Uh, just the, the Penguins are playing some, some better defense and... The only problem is eventually they're going to start putting those scoring chances away. So uh, maybe maybe not against the Bruins with their, their great defense and goaltending, but uh, that's still a concern. So just give me the uh, the road dog for me. Yeah, I was looking at the uh, underlying stats, and, and the Bruins expected goals for percentage has dipped under 50% on natural stat trick there. They're 16th at 49.84%. So they're, they're really taking a hit, hit recently. The Penguins, as you said, are heating up there. Um, going down to 7 o'clock again, we have the Chicago Blackhawks at the New York Rangers. Game itself is in New York. Uh, Rangers are minus 395. Rangers on the puck line are minus 148. Blackhawks are plus 310. Over-under is at 6.5, overpaying off plus 102, with the under at minus 122. Jolie, what, what do you got for this one? 
Yeah, it's a big number, but it, it's not quite big enough. My number is minus 440, so uh, definitely leaning to the Rangers here. Uh, just, just take the puck line. I think that the Blackhawks um, are a terrible team. Uh, I think they're possibly even worse than the Sharks. In fact, uh, they lost uh, Anthony Bavillier now, who's who's playing okay for them since he came over from the Canucks. And, yeah, when you when you lose an NHL player you, and, you, and a team uh, – with a lack of NHL players, it's it's not good news. So, yeah, the Blackhawks are in trouble here. I don't expect them to put up much of a fight, especially with the Rangers getting shelled at home against the Hurricanes. That's embarrassing. This is a good bounce back spot. Give me the Rangers puck line and lean to the under, or you could just do the Blackhawks team total under because uh, I don't see them scoring three goals. Yeah, I mean, the, the Blackhawks are going to show up and win, win some games in some spots, but they, they've just been, been bad recently. They've been getting hit by injuries, like you said, with Bovillier. Johnson got hurt on on the first Radish. Seth Jones is still out. So and the Rangers, yeah, they're they're gonna regress at some point, but I don't think it's gonna be here against the Blackhawks. I think I think the puck line, like you said, minus one forty eight would probably be the best look, or maybe just take take that team total because Chicago scored, got shut out of Nashville, one goal against Dallas, and I think the Rangers just Shostakin's coming around for them. Uh, against the Canes was not a good showing, but he's been he's been better recently, so it's a good chance for him to uh, bounce back against the lowly Blackhawks. Um, all right, going down to 7 o'clock again. We have the Columbus Blue Jackets at the Philadelphia Flyers. Game itself is in Philadelphia. Flyers are minus 198. The Blue Jackets are plus 164. Over-under is at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 102. With the under at minus 118 here. Uh, Flyers coming home from a long, long road trip here. I think they had how many straight road games? Five straight road games throughout the break uh, at Detroit, then went out west. Vancouver, Seattle, Calgary, Edmonton, kind of a, a whimper to, the, to end it. Lost in Calgary 4-3. Got McDavid put up five points in a 5-2 game there uh, Wednesday night. So tough spot coming back all the way back east. But they do have the Blue Jackets here. Blue Jackets are, are not, not a good team. You know, they've been getting hit with injuries and injuries. And Blue Jackets on the road 4-8-5. and five. Flyers at home 8-7-1. and one. Flyers have already beat them twice this year, both by margin 5-2. In Philly and 4-2 in Columbus. Uh, Columbus coming off that 4-1 loss against Boston. I think this is a good bounce back spot for the Flyers. I have them on the puck line at plus 130. But uh, this could be a spot where, you know, you look for the Flyers to come out kind of slower. And if the Blue Jackets get ahead early, you can maybe just lie bet the Flyers. Or maybe uh, if there's a line out there for Flyers to win from behind, I could see that being a thing. Because I could see them, you know, having a slow first period and then waking up in the second and third there. So, uh, yeah, give me the Flyers here on the puck line. And then a lean to the over. I could see them kind of breaking this game open against a lackluster Columbus team. Yeah, the line says to to take the Flyers here. My number is minus two seventeen, but you can understand why why somebody did come in on the Blue Jackets early on, uh, with the Flyers coming off that that long road trip, and they were going back and forth across the border too. So they must be uh, absolutely weary. And then just two days later, come back home to play this lowly Blue Jackets team. I know it's a division opponent and all that. But still, I don't think they, they care too much about this one. Except, you know, they, they, they had a trouble. Uh, yeah, they had some problems, uh, problems on the road trip, but, uh, but they only won one game, right? And then they got a point against uh, Seattle. Um, yeah, and then losing three in a row. So uh, you can understand them getting up for this one. I just, just have it be home and, and uh, get a winner to their belt. But I, I, I don't know how to play for this one. Maybe the under six and a half, just, just hoping for the. Uh, the Flyers to to shut down the Blue Jackets and uh, be content with a four one win, but no, nah, I did not bet this game at all. Yeah, Flyers to win from behind is plus two fifty. Uh, Blue Jackets to win the first period and Flyers to win in regulation is twelve to one. So I might sprinkle something on that. That seems uh, like it could happen there. But yeah, the, I mean, overall the Flyers are just playing poorly recently. They're getting outshot. Their expected goals four numbers are going down. So that's going to be something to watch for as uh, they have a few beat up players. There's an illness going through the locker room, so. If you want to fade, fade the Flyers, now could be the time. Um, one more 7 o'clock game here. We have the Buffalo Sabres at the Montreal Canadiens. Game itself is in Montreal. Blanc Rouge. Uh, Canadiens are plus 114. Sabres are minus 135. Over-under is at 6.5. Over-paying off. Uh, not sure. At the, my screen just refreshed. Over-paying off. Minus 122. Under is at plus 102. Uh, Jolie here. What do you got for this Atlantic Division matchup? Yeah, it's another one where the a lot of money came in on, on one team. This time it's the away team. Sabres got up to minus 135. Seems a little rich there now. Um, they are the better team. Um, yeah, you, you, I, what's my line here? Minus 122. But uh, the Habs coming off that that long road trip themselves, 
same kind of situation as the Flyers, except they just came off of a win against the the mighty Dallas Stars. So uh, not exactly the same situation in that respect. So, yeah, I, I, I still like the Sabres. Even at minus 135, just situation favors them. They are the better team. Um, yeah, I, I like the Sabres quite a bit. Uh, I don't know about the total. The Habs are kind of playing strange games. You know, the, you'd think that they're always involved in these, these high-flying offensive games, but then uh, they, they get like um, these long droughts of scoring. And, and they also have a better defense this year than last year, getting some decent goal hitting as well. So I don't have any feel for the total. Guess I'll lead in the over with the, with the Sabres and Habs. You know, um, they do get some shootouts here and there. They have a lot of firepower still. But once again, no play on the total. But uh, give me the Sabres here, even at a high number, minus 135. What number did you uh, get the Sabres at when they opened? Wow, it wasn't real open. It was minus 110. But it was two days ago. Oh. So, <laughs> Yeah, I, I think minus 135 is, is still pretty good. I can see this going up to minus 150 or higher. As you said, Montreal coming back from a, a long road trip uh, down there in Florida and in Dallas. They had three games in four nights. It's going to be their fourth game in six nights. I think they're a little bit beat up. Josh Anderson had like a toe pick. The other day, Christian Dvorak questionable. And, you know, Ocposo is the only guy out for Buffalo now. So they're mostly healthy. Got Quinn back, got Tage Thompson back. He's rolling. So I love the Sabres here in the spot, minus 135. I'd probably play it up a little bit higher. Montreal, you know, feeling good after that that win down in Dallas. Coming back home, have one day off and going right back at it next night against a, a Buffalo team that's, you know, it's playing better recently. They're, they're not nearly as good as, as we thought they would be coming into the season, but their expected goal differential is, is going up in Montreal's, you know, is still Montreal level. So yeah, I love the Sabres here, minus 135. And uh, yeah, also no play on the total. You want to take the over, but like the two matchups this season, both went under. Um, so yeah, this total could really go either way. Um, all right. We are brought to you by underdog fantasy. Underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. No matter the sport, simply pick higher or lower on your favorite plant players, fantasy stats and cash in. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. And we're brought to you by the Hockey Gaming Podcast hoodie giveaway. Uh, we have our new YouTube channel here. We're giving away a Hockey Gaming Podcast hoodie to celebrate. Go to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash HGP to enter. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com slash HGP. All right, going down to the 8 o'clock time slot here. We have the Tampa Bay Lightning at the Minnesota Wild. Game itself is in Minnesota. Uh, Lightning on the money line are minus 130. The Wild are plus 110. Over-under is at 6. Overpaying off minus 118 with the under at minus 102 here. Um, it's tough to back the Lightning on the road this season. They're 7-11-2, but I think this is this is a spot where they might be able to get it done. They, they uh had a good showing there in Winnipeg, lost that one 4-2, but outshot them. And more so, Minnesota's just not playing well recently. Three straight losses, 4-2, uh, 3-2, and 3-1. So they're not scoring much, which makes sense because uh, Kaprizov, I think, is out for a week or two here till mid-January. Philip Gustafson is also out for them. Zuccarello's been out for a little bit. So they're missing a few of their key forwards there. And the Lightning are starting to pick it up, uh, you know, coming off that loss in Winnipeg, but They've been playing better. I think, you know, they're still very much in the playoff hunt. They want to make the playoffs here. So I think this is probably a good spot to get the Lightning here at minus 130. Then I would lean to the under six as well at minus 102. I don't see Minnesota scoring too many goals with like a Kaprizov and Ryan Reeves isn't there to, to back them up this year. So give me the uh, Lightning and the under. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, when Kaprizov missed a month or so last year, Ryan Reeves suddenly got his, his goal scoring form in three or four goals in a – in a space of about 10 days uh but yeah he's gone that does uh so he, he can't uh <laughs> he can't uh, replace the Kaprizov. um yeah you all out and you didn't mention uh, Jonas Brodin as well uh their second best defender behind the outstanding rookie Brock Faber who is playing an incredible amount of ice time right now and Marco Rossi another another rookie who's playing well so the wild do have some guys still but yeah that's just a lot of talent uh in the hospital so the lightning here I think are the play, you know, you don't want to back on the road too often, but uh, this is a favorable situation with the wild injuries. And, and yeah, Flurry is not nearly as good as Gustafsson, especially since the uh, the coaching change. Gustafsson's been excellent. So, yeah, I, I like the wild here, or the lightning quite a bit, excuse me. Um, but the total, I, 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 I think uh, 
if the Wild had a bit more uh, fits firepower left, I would like the over with, with the Lightning and, and the way they, they play, but uh, I can't trust them to score. So just give me the Lightning here. Minus 30 is a good price to pay. I'm seeing here, you can get the Wild to miss the playoffs at minus 165 still. They're, they're behind the Flames, they're behind the Blues, they're behind the Kraken, they're behind the Oilers. And then it's the playoff teams, the Preds and Coyotes. So I think that's that's a steal right now. I could see that skyrocketing, if, especially if uh, Kaprizov is out for a bit or Gustafson's out. And yeah, they're just beat up and, and not a good team. So I think that's that's a good good spot to get in there to fade the Wild. Yeah, the uh, I think it's going to be between Oilers, who are probably in, and then the Predators and uh, Coyotes. I don't think any of the other teams are making it. Although the Kraken are hot. We'll get into their Kraken are looking bit. good. Yeah, we'll get to them. Yeah. All right, going down to 8 o'clock here. We have a oh, good matchup here. Colorado Avalanche at the Dallas Stars. Game itself is in Dallas. Stars are minus 130. Avalanche are plus 110. Over-under is at 6.5, both paying off around minus 110 here. Uh, Jolie, can your Avs do it again? Uh, it was similar with the Lightning. The Avalanche play a lot better at home. You know, it's understandable with the altitude, but uh, they have a losing record on, on the road if you include overtime losses. So, mm-hmm. It's it's not ideal that way, but the number says you take the abs. I only have the stars at minus one hundred eight, so uh, <laughs> I, I still lean to the abs here, even on the road. I don't I don't really believe in the stars team. Like they're playing some terrible defense. They're not getting any goaltending. I don't know what the fuck happened to Ottinger. Even before he was injured, he was uh, playing like shit. Maybe it's just the defense that they're letting them down, giving too many uh, scoring chances against. But uh, yeah, they're, they're they're yeah they just lost to Montreal and I know they shelled the Blackhawks eight to one the other the other day but the, yeah they've been a bit of an inconsistent team and they're letting in a lot of goals they're scoring a lot of goals but they're letting in a lot of goals so I think I lean to the Avs here um, but more importantly I love the uh, the over six and a half at minus one hundred eight uh, Avalanche don't exactly play great defense these days but their power play is clicking McKinnon is on another level right now uh, Kale McCarr looks healthy again. And Nitrushkin is actually uh, just killing everyone these days. Uh, ever since uh, uh, his girl had a kid, uh, he's, he's been on fire. So it's been dropping bombs. Uh, yeah, I love the abs here as, as the uh, well, I don't know, I lean to the abs, but I love the over is, is my uh, strongest play for this one. Yeah, I'll lean to the over there, but I, I, I like the abs out of here. I plus 110. I don't think they should necessarily be the underdog. I think it should be maybe, maybe a pick them, if anything. Uh, the stars have been getting good goaltending from from uh, Scott Wedgwood recently. He's been he's been playing well, but then you look at their opponents: lost to Montreal, beat Chicago twice, including once in overtime, lost to St. Louis, beat Nashville three two, beat Vancouver, Seattle in overtime. Like they're not they're not teams like like the Avs are. And like you said, McKinnon's on fire. His hard odds are coming down. I, I love to see that big comeback win uh, against the Islanders at home. And I think their road record has to regress sometime to get you know over five hundred here. So I think I think this is a good good spot against the Avs plus one hundred. I'll, I'll lean to the over with you there as well. But I, I feel like I have, just have a, a lot of square plays on, on this card. I was when I was looking earlier. So hope, hopefully that doesn't uh, come to fruition. Hopefully these, these square plays can be can be pretty good. All right, going down to eight o'clock again. Uh, we got the Vancouver Canucks at the St. Louis Blues. Game itself is in St. Louis. Blues are plus one twenty. Canucks are minus 142. Over-under is at 6.5, both the over-and-under paying off minus 110. Coming right back to you here. Can your Canucks get it done on the road? Well, it's a Blues game, so you know what we do with Blues games? We uh, we take the opponent. <laughs> yeah, once again, my line suggests value on, the, on their opponent. Minus 150 for me with the Canucks, so yeah, I, I like the Canucks quite a bit. Uh, new new road trip. You like to get back when the first game of it, get off to a hot start. Also, just Totally crushed the Senators uh, in the first period of the, the game last night, although helped by a couple of those inexcusable Forsberg goals. Um, but still, Canucks just, uh, yeah, they're, 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 they're playing well. They, they lost to uh, your Flyers as part of that road trip, but that was like a week ago. And uh, I guess they've been stewing and making a lot of practices in. And yeah, Kuzmenko's actually playing well. He's playing up the lineup, uh, scoring goals again. So yeah, give me the Canucks here. Just uh I don't think the Blues are a good team. They're they're a total pretender. Uh, yeah, I know they're they do play better at home, but still, Canucks here on the road, no big deal. They'll get the job done, and total seems pretty fair to me. I, I kind of lean to the under, but uh, that's not going to be a play. Um, Demko is he's he's let in a lot of goals, but the, he hasn't been helped out by the defense lately. Like uh, these are actually high quality chances against him, so I can't blame him too much there. But still, I don't I don't trust him enough to. Uh, 
to, um, you know, back on like a 4-1 Canucks win. So uh, no play on the total, but give me the uh, Canucks side here. Yeah, not much to add there. I completely agree. I think the Canucks minus 142 is definitely the play here. It's already up to minus 150 at some other books I see here. So that could uh, continue to rise a little bit. Yeah, Blues are good at home, 11 and 6. Uh, 11, 6 and 0. That's really the only time you even want to consider taking the Blues. But the Canucks, I mean, they're playing well. They're still getting the luck with their PDO. Like, like you said, going on the road. Uh, St. Louis, and then they go out out, out uh, east to the Devils, Rangers, and Islanders. So they definitely want to get a win here in St. Louis. Uh, the Blues definitely have to regress. They're still 500. They're not a 500 hockey team. So yeah, the, they give me the Canucks minus 142 uh, for a total. Yeah, I would probably lean to the under, but I, that's just a very slight lean. All right, going down to the final 8 p.m. slot. We have the Calgary Flames at the Nashville Predators. Game itself is in Smashville. Predators are minus 125. Flames are plus 105. Over-under is at 6. Overpaying off minus 115 with the under at minus 105 here. Uh, I feel like we got another square play. I, I just like the Preds minus 125. It seems like a really low price here. Coming off a shutout win against the Blackhawks. Outshot in 36-21, so dominated that one. They're 12-9-0 at home. Flames are 7-9-4 on the road. Uh, just one in Minnesota, but as we discussed, Minnesota has some injuries there. I think this is not going to be a good spot for them. And I think you know, Nashville is just the better team overall. You look at the record, 21-16-1, as opposed to Calgary is 16-16-5. And they're only minus 125 here at home, where they're a much better team than the Flames are on the road. So love Nashville here, minus 125. And I'll uh, lean to the under as well, under 6 at minus 105. Should be a bit of a goalie game here with uh, Markstrom versus Soros. Soros has been playing better. Um, so has Markstrom since returning. So love the under six here, minus 105. It has come down to five and a half at some books, but I also love the uh, Predators at minus 125. Don't have much to add there. I, I like both those bets, the uh, home team and the under. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Flames are playing better now. I'll give them some credit. Um, you know, Connor Zary's been, been in it for the, in the team for a while, but uh, ever since he's come up, uh, the Flames are just uh, playing with a different kind of spirit. Locker room's different. Uh, I think uh, getting rid of Zadorov helped. There was some problems with locker room there. Uh, but still, Predators are the better team. They're, 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 they're playing well. Another shutout against the Blackhawks. No no uh, major accomplishment there, but still, uh, Predators are... They have a lot, a lot of uh, great underlying numbers as well, and yeah, they, they deserve to be. Uh, I think they're currently in the playoff spot. Um, that that's where they should be. Uh, the eighth seed in the West, most likely. So, yeah, give me the Predators and uh, lean to the the under as well. All right, we are brought to you by Game Time. Uh, buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Get the map experience is fantastic. Has the flash deals, last-minute tickets. Easy to find and buy tickets for every event, and you get the images of the seat view so you know exactly what to expect before you arrive. You can buy, buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Uh, so snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. And win bigger by betting smarter this season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every bet with historical stats and data. You can enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to hit rates broken down by a leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. So stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, here, going down to the lone 9 o'clock game. We have the New York Islanders at the Arizona Coyotes. Game itself is in Arizona at Mullet Arena. Uh, Coyotes are minus 105. The Islanders are minus 115. Over under is at 6, both paying off about minus 110. Uh, Jolie, what do you got for this uh, this pick here? Uh, not much, not much, to be honest. I uh, did get a lot of eyes on the, the Islanders game, of course, when they played the Avalanche last night, but... Uh, yeah, they, they, they played all right. Uh, I think that Adam Pellick is, is, is close to returning. I don't know if he'll be back for this one, but he is on the road trip. So it's a possibility, I guess. Um, that'll be a huge boost for them. Um, so, yeah, right now they're they're, they're right behind uh, Dobson and Romanov. It's not a lot of depth there defensively. But, yeah, for this one, Coyotes at home coming off the loss against the Panthers. <laughs> Another Panthers under, by the way. i got to start just betting every one of these. doesn't matter who they play. They're all going under. Um yeah, for this one, uh, I think it'll be Ingram. You you, you prefer him over for Melk Mel- Mel- uh, Mel- in- at this Ingram, point? Ingram is, is confirmed, yes. According to All right, there you go. Mark. There you go. That's definitely a boon. Uh, I think Islanders, uh, Varlamov was injured in the in the Avalanche game too, so uh, it'll, it'll be Sorokin. Yeah, uh, I guess I like the under six here, Coyotes. You know, they, they do go on these these bouts of scoring, but typically they're against teams worse than them. They, they, they uh, kind of play uh, a little differently when they when they play the better team. So I, I think we could see uh, a low-scoring game in this one. Um, for the for the side, kind of like the Coyotes a little bit, but uh, not, not, not enough to play them here. If, if you get like a plus number on the Coyotes, then I would recommend a wager. Yeah, I, I do like the Yotes here. I did get them at, at even money, plus 100. I'm not sure if that's still available anywhere, but I think minus 105 is good enough for me. Uh, Coyotes are 12 and 6 at home. They're only 7-9-2 on the road, so that Mullet Arena magic and the shadows there. Islanders 7-6-4 and four on the road, so 7 wins, 10 losses overall. Yeah, I uh, just think the Coyotes are, are a better team. Islanders, tough spot here. I mean, they, they they had a lead against the ads and couldn't hold on to it. Now they're, I think, ending their road trip here in Arizona. No, Arizona, they're going to Vegas afterwards, so tough road trip for them. Uh, not good on the road. I think they're going to come down to Earth sometime, and it appears they're doing it in the past few games here. Yeah, give me the Yotes here at home, minus 105. And then, yeah, I'll, I'll take the under there with you, under six at minus 112. Ingram's been great. He's, you know, heart trophy. Uh, he has he has odds up now, at least, for short enough odds. And Islanders going to have Sorokin in that, obviously. But I don't know. I, I've been burned by so many Islanders overs this season that I, that I may not may not take part in that. But, yeah, I, I do have the Yotes at uh, minus 105. All right, going down to 10 o'clock here. We have the Ottawa Senators at the Seattle Kraken. Game itself is in Seattle. Kraken are minus 130. Uh, Senators are plus 110. Over-under is at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 105 with the under at minus 115 here. Crack, Kraken are heating up. We mentioned it earlier in the show here, coming off that big uh, 3-0 win in the Winter Classic. Uh, Joey Decord getting the first-ever shutout in Winter Classic history here. Uh, fifth win in a row, fifth straight under for them. They won 2-1, 3-2, 2-1, 2-1 overtime, and 3-0. So they're playing sound defensively. Joey Decord's been been great in net overall for them, not just in the Winter Classic. And Ottawa, you know, have not has not lived up to expectations whatsoever this season. 4-9 on the road. Seattle's 8-3 eight, eight and three at home. So I'll just lean to Seattle here. Keep the momentum rolling, minus 130. Uh, like that, Ottawa coming off a 6-3 loss. In Vancouver last night, as you mentioned, uh, they've just been—I don't know—they they, they put a game or two together, but then they completely fall flat. So I think that's going to continue here on the road. Their last road trip was horrible. So give me the crack in here, minus one thirty, and then I'll, I'll lean to the under, under six and a half, minus one fifteen. Always tough to take a Senators under, but I think the, the Kraken could be one to uh, to crack that. So Kraken, a strong play, and then a lean to the under. Uh, Alfred in the chat, he's uh, he asks if there's a, a trend of fading teams who played in the Winter Classic. Uh, I couldn't tell you if that's true or not. <laughs> Alfred, uh, Alfred the Butler, or, uh, <laughs> Alfred. You don't see a lot of Alfreds these days. Um, 
I don't know about that, but it makes sense. You know, you get up for this big spectacle and then you just play a couple or three days later. It, it's not a, it's not ideal. So that, that makes some sense. But to me, the line is actually uh, uh, better for the sense than I would expect. Uh, my line has actually got them favorite minus one or two. I still think they're the better team. I know that the crowd kind of playing better these days. But yeah, big win against the Gold Knights. Now playing against a conference, different conference opponents. It's it's not it's not great. And the Senators, you know, they got they got embarrassed in the first period against the Canucks. I think that they uh, they come out stronger for this one. So give me the Senators plus one ten, and of course give me the over six and a half. Crack can struggle to score. I know that, but it's the Senators. They don't have a goalie. We're speaking of uh, if they do. Uh, they're they're all playing for different teams, you know, Cam Talbot and Gustafsson. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure uh, I'm sure Anton Forsberg will be a player someday, or Ant- uh, Corpusal will go back to his king's form. <laughs> anyway, uh, I like the over here that the Senators have an excellent power play, good offense, not good at keeping the puck out of their own net for uh, multiple reasons. So yeah, I like the over, and I like the uh, the Sens to uh, bounce back after that loss against the Canucks. Yeah, I th- I thought about looking into how teams do after the Winter Classic, but I'm sure it's just it's just so context based and narrative based. Like it's probably not no strong trend, but it, it might be worth looking at if someone's someone if someone's done that. You know, tag us on Twitter at HockeySGPN or drop drop it in the Discord, and we'll we'll, we'll see if we can uh, get some trends there. All right, going down to ten o'clock again here with the Florida Panthers at the Vegas Golden Knights. Game itself is in Vegas. Golden Knights are minus one hundred five. Panthers are minus one fifteen. Over under is at six, over paying off minus 125 with the under at plus 105. Joel, how are the uh, Golden Knights going to bounce back from the Winter Classic? Well, not good news for them. They're already kind of banged up and they lost William Carlson as well. Now they're number two center, so that's not good. And yeah, their the goaltending is still uh, it's still terrible, which is another reason. I'm, I'm trying to find reason not to take a Panthers under, but I should, I should just stop doing that and just bet the under every freaking game because it, it seems to cash every game. So these, these teams played each other last week, of course. Panthers won that one 4-2. Um, another one where I dodged the under just because it's the Golden Knights, and they, they, they have terrible goaltending where they can they can score. When they're down in games, they always come back. Uh, but the Panthers are excellent with the lead this year. You know, you know, years past under Andrew Burnett, they were always, uh, you know, they, they called them the cardiac cats because they're always, like, involved in these seven, eight, nine goal games with, with radical comebacks on both sides. Um, not the case anymore. Paul Maurice has got them playing much more structured. That explains the uh, the unders. Bobrovsky's playing better too, of course. So, uh, give me the under and give me the Panthers here. Another, um, yeah, the Knights coming off that that Winter Classic themselves, and yeah, down down wild Bill Carlson. That's not ideal uh, when, you, especially when you're still missing your best defense from Shea Theodore and your best goalie by far, in Aiden Hill. Uh, yeah, give me the Panthers here and the under six. Let's 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 go back to the wild with Panthers unders. Yeah, Panthers are the third most profitable team for the unders this year behind the Capitals and Kings. They're 23 and 14 to the unders. So yeah, they, they've been a great under team. Probably lean that way, under six at plus 105, getting, getting plus odds there. And yeah, I, I love the Cats here at, at minus 115. They, they've shown they can win on the road, 11, 7, and 2. Just won into Arizona, won in Tampa Bay right after the break and won that. So they've won five in a row in Vegas, you know. It wasn't just the Winter Classic that they lost. They, they 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 beat the Kings before that. I think they were both on a back-to-back there. But prior to that, they lost four straight. They've lost uh, six of their past eight here. You mentioned the injury to Carlson. They're a 13-3-2 at home. I, I don't think they can necessarily keep that up. So I think this is a good spot to to fade them a bit here with, uh, with the Florida Panthers being a better team overall in terms of expected goals for and probably in terms of goaltending right now. I, I don't really trust uh, Logan Thompson or whoever their backup would be if, if they st- would, were to start him. Bobrovsky's been playing. Patera, yeah. And uh, Bobrovsky's been playing well. They're, they're defensively playing well since they got uh, Montour and Ekblad back. They're mostly healthy. So, yeah, give me the Cats here. Minus 115 on the road. And then I'll lean to the under six at plus 105. Uh, going down to 10.30 here, we have the Winnipeg Jets at the San Jose Sharks. Game itself is in San Jose. Sharks are plus 210. Jets are minus 258. Jets on the puck line are minus 105. Over under is at six. Overpaying off minus 122 with the under at plus 102 here. Uh yeah, the Jets, Jets are really they're they're a good team. They're, they're playing sneakily good. They they haven't allowed more than three goals in a game since like late October, early November, something insane. I think they they broke the NHL record. Uh, three straight wins, won five of their past six, won seven of their past nine. Both losses were in overtime. 
uh, San Jose just has been gone back to San Jose's form. They've lost nine in a row. They've only scored more than two goals in two of those games, one three-goal game and one four-goal game. But they've been shut out twice, held to one goal three times and two goals twice. So I love the uh, Sharks team total under two and a half uh, and possibly just uh, par- I parlayed that with the Jets team total over two and a half to get to uh, some plus odds there. If you want to take the puck line minus 105, that's probably fine. If you want to take the Sharks team total under two and a half alone at minus 150, that's probably fine. But I trust the Jets to score score a few goals here against San Jose, uh, even without Kyle Connor. That's really their only major offensive injury. And yeah, the Sharks are awful. So the Jets here on the puck line or some sort of team total under for the Sharks. That uh, team total parlay is a, an interesting way to play it, but it makes uh, a lot of sense to me because I yeah, I like the Jets and the under as well. I think this is uh, the biggest discrepancy in terms of my line and that of the books. Uh, minus 308 is what I got the Jets at here. So, yeah, significant favorites for a reason. Um, Sharks are back on their shit. They're, they're, they're a terrible team. They're uh, you know going to be competing with the Blackhawks to finish with the worst record and the best odds to to get Macklin Celebrini, who had a, a hell of a tournament for the for the Canadians uh, in a losing cause. The youngest player at the tournament too, I think, at just 17 years old. Um, yeah, for this one, Jets all the way. I like the under as well. Team total under for the Sharks makes a lot of sense too. Uh, yeah, they they scored three goals uh, against the the Red Wings, but the Red Wings let in you know three goals to uh, to Mrs. Am. Um, so it, it's uh, <laughs> not exactly a, a great defense there. So uh, it's a totally different uh, operation here with the Jets. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're going to prevent the Sharks from scoring three goals almost certainly. Um, yeah, and ever since uh, Kyle Cotter's gone, now, you know, you, you would expect them to struggle with, with their best goal scoring out. But, no, they haven't missed a beat. In fact, they just they just cranked up the defense even more. And Cotter Hellbuck is playing better than ever. So, yeah, this team is rolling right now. Absolutely love it. Uh, hope they win the division. Hope they win the fucking cup. Yeah. Um, all right, going down to ten thirty game. Final final game on the docket here. We have the uh, Los Angeles Kings or Detroit Red Wings at the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, game itself is in L.A. Kings are minus one ninety eight. Red Wings are plus one sixty four. Over under is at six and a half. Over paying off plus one hundred two with the under at minus one twenty two. Close us out here, Jolie. Yeah, well, you just heard my glowing review of the Red Wings defense, so you, you should be able to guess where I'm going with this one. I think my line is only minus 188 for the Kings here, but uh, yeah, Kings lost three games in a row. I think this is a great spot for them to bounce back. Uh, yeah, tough loss against the Leafs. They were totally outplayed. Now, the Leafs really got up for that one. That was the best game in a long time with the shutout there. It was a totally different team than what we've been seeing since the Christmas break. Um, yeah, maybe Sheldon Keefe uh, scared for his job with all the uh, the buzz on the weekend. Um, but no, yeah, Kings here are going to roll. Red Wings suck. Uh, they, they barely beat the Sharks last night, too. So they're, they're not playing well. I know Patrick Kane has got a few goals, but uh, their defense is absolutely pitiful. And their goaltending isn't helping. They got Alex Lyon back now, which is which is good. But he's not like he's some uh, Dominic Kasich uh, redux. So, uh, yeah, it's Kings all day here. Kind of like the over, just, just the way the Red Wings play. But, the, yeah, I think the Kings just button it down defensively and, and just – and just pummel the Red Wings like five to one, something like that. So I don't know play for the for this for the total, but love the King side all day here. You could do regulation minus one and a half, whatever uh, suits you. Yeah, I think the Kings are definitely the side here. You know, minus two hundred is is a bit of juice, but as you said, Detroit's just not a good team, and their their goaltending is not good. I, I like Alex Line, but he's not better than Cam Talbot. Uh, Kings beat them. Oh, that, this is the first meeting, meeting this year, but I mean, the Kings have dominated the series. Over the past few seasons, one from the past five meetings, not that that means much, being uh, different conferences here. But yeah, Detroit, like you said, San Jose won 5-3. They've been zigging and zagging recently, so this is a, this is a perfect spot for them to uh, drop one to the Kings, who definitely need a win here. Three straight losses, which may have been the first time it happened all season for them. And with the Kings, they're 7-7-4 seven, seven at home. I don't know what's going on there at Crypto.com Arena, but that, that has to get better. So It's yeah. cryptic. It's cryptic. Uh, Kings money line minus two hundred. Kings puck. Kings uh, regulation minus one thirty five might be the play here. I think uh, we should be able to get it done. And I don't know if I trust them to to cover the puck line, but the puck line plus one thirty might be a a decent play too there. So yeah, all over the Kings here at home to close it out. And yeah, what I think I think. Do you think the the Wings are going to trade Patrick Kane? He he's looked good. Six goals, seven assists, thirteen points in fourteen games. Like 
they're not in the playoff hunt. I don't think they really have much of a much of a chance. I think the the smart thing would be to do so. You know, just keep building through the through the draft and the, extend the Ozer plan. But from what I'm hearing, it sounds like he wants to be in Detroit long term. Like he doesn't view this as a one season thing. He wants to be there for the next few years. See these young guys uh, continue to develop. Red Wings do have a ton of prospects coming up. Uh, Jonathan Berger is, is, is probably going to be in the league uh, before the end of this year. He, he's looking good. And uh, Casper as well is another name. Pops up a lot. And, of course, you got the guys that aren't in the team. Mort Sider already one of the best defensemen in the league, I think. Uh, Lucas Raymond, of course, up front, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, Redbank's going to be better. Uh, this isn't their year. But uh, going forward, if Patrick Kane wants likes these guys, likes the culture, I think he'll, he'll just want to stay. And then Weissman's not going to trade him away. I think he already has a, a modified no-move clause anyway. I'm not sure about that. But... Yeah, I mean, it makes sense to just trade him and get a draft pick and then re-sign him. And then the, uh, at the, uh, oh, wait, he, he, how many years has he gotten his deal? He only, he only has, I was about to bring that up. He has, he has one year, no trade clause. Like, if he wanted to be here, like, I wonder if it was him or the Red Wings that was like, okay, we're only doing one year and not like two. Like, did the Red Wings not want to take a chance on him in case his, he, his hip was, was done? Yeah, I don't know. I, it's a mystery, but yeah, uh, I think, Strategically, it makes sense to to trade him at the deadline, but uh, you gotta, gotta consider what the what the player wants, especially one that you know chose you above every other team that wanted him, and there were a bunch of teams that wanted him. So, yeah, it's, it'll be up to the player at the end of the day, but I, I think that the uh, best move would be to to trade him. Yeah. Um, all right, that's the uh, thirteen game slate, I believe, for uh, Thursday, January fourth. Quite a few consensus plays here. We like the Rangers on the puck line at home against the Blackhawks. Minus 150. Uh, Sabres, minus 135 at the Canadians. Lightning, minus 130 at the Wild. Avs, plus 110. And the over 6.5, minus 108. And that's against the Stars. Uh, the Canucks, minus 142. Predators, minus 125. And the under 6 in that game uh, against Calgary. Florida minus 115 at Vegas, Winnipeg puck line minus 105 or team total for the Sharks under. And then the Kings uh, regulation, I think is probably the good play there, like minus 130. Um, do you have a best bet for the slate while I figure out if we won or lost our last <laughs> ones? Yeah. Uh, let me give, let me go with the, uh, uh, do you want the, Hmm. <laughs> let's let's go with the uh, New York Rangers minus one and a half, minus one forty eight. I think they just just shell the Blackhawks here, coming off that that embarrassing loss to the Hurricanes. Uh, Blackhawks will be just just fodder for taking for the for the picking. I mean, it seems like the Blackhawks will play a good team every every time they play, but that's because uh, they're a terrible team and they're going to be dogs to just about every team except for the Sharks. So uh, that that explains somewhat. But still, they've had a tough schedule. Uh, but yeah, give me the Rangers. Minus one and a half, minus one forty-eight. Yeah, that that's a good look there. Um, I think I'm taking the Sabers here. Sabers minus one thirty-five, just a just a bad spot for the Canadians. And I think the Sabers are, are just a better team here. So yeah, Sabers minus one thirty-five is going to be my uh, my best bet for Thursday. What was that? Um, all right. Oh, our records. Uh, you are eleven. We're both eleven and eight. Uh, you are plus 1.47 units. I am plus 3.22 units. Uh, for our last show was Thursday the 28th. You had the Canadians team total over two and a half. They got three goals there. And I had the Kings money line on the road. They lost to the Vegas Golden Knights. So uh, both 11 and 8, both positive. So hopefully we can uh, keep it rolling here. Uh, you got? You want to touch on any of the uh, player futures here before we close it out? Uh, well, well, we got another ESPN, small ESPN slate. had that article out, right? Yeah, I was going to bring it up uh, on a future show, but yeah, that that's uh, it's important to look at if you're if you care about futures. Greg Wyshynski always uh, keeps us updated, like every month or so, putting out the uh, the awards watch for ESPN, and yeah, it's a good follow because they actually take votes from uh, people who are actually voting, at least in in some of these markets. You know, not the I think uh, the Adams and the Vesna are the. the the broadcasters and the GMs respectively, but uh, I think that the guys that he polls are actual voters. So it makes sense that um, uh, it, it makes sense to follow it. So yeah, it, it's a good read. Check that out. 
Uh, I hope the the season ended now because those are looking very good for us here with McKinnon uh, winning the Hart, um, Hughes, the Norris, uh, Demko still the Vesna, although he's being caught by Pellebuck and Aiden Hill. Aiden Hill is still getting uh, first he, he has to folks. come back. He, he needs to get healthy. Yeah, it's mid January is, is indeed is currently right. the expected time. But yes, he still has such good stats, and he was so good over the first couple months of the season that that he's still getting respect, which is good to see. But yeah, Tortorella is catching up to Jack Adams or um, Jack Adams to, to uh, Rick Tockett. Um, so yeah, it, it's going to be a fun race there, I guess. If the Canucks slip up, then uh, yeah, Tortorella could be in the driver's seat, or uh, you know, someone like Peter Laviolette. Rangers win the President's Trophy. Um, it's hard to see anyone else really at this point, uh, being a contender. All the value is pretty much gone, you know. It was sucked up. I think Andrew Burnett was the last one when he was like 50 to one. Uh, but yeah, it's not a ton of value there now. It's mostly just uh, riding the horses you backed, or yeah, I mean, yeah, and Cassidy's going down, uh, Jim Montgomery's going down. They'll be guys who were never going to win at the beginning with Peter DeBoer, both those guys, whatever they were 14, 14 to one for some stupid reason. Um, so yeah, yeah, we, 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 we. We got this marked correctly, and things are looking good going forward. But we'll probably get into that a little bit more later this week, I guess, with the small Friday slate. Yeah, a small Friday slate. Not sure if it's going to be just us two or talent going to be joining us tomorrow night. We do have the World Juniors gold medal game and bronze medal game on Friday. That's we'll discuss true. tomorrow as well. But I think it's that one. I think it's our three games Friday. So we'll have a, a future segment or talent will come up with some stupid game. We'll go through with it, but yeah, um, make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gamer Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Also on YouTube uh, for that uh, Hockey Gamer Podcast hoodie giveaway. Make sure you go to sportsgamerpodcast.com slash HGP to uh, sign up for that. And um, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, and I'll read it here at the end of the show. Follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN and get into Discord, SG.PN slash Discord. I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Martin. You'll find me doing it to myself again. I got another massive bet on the New Jersey Devils. Second biggest bet. The biggest bet since the the, the notorious Oilers lost to the Sharks uh, early in the year. But uh, hopefully this one goes a lot better. So I'll be sweating that while we'll make, mixing up my... Stirring some, some stir fries. Stirring and frying to make a, a delicious dinner. Uh, yep. it'll, it'll taste better with, with the Devils up 4-1 or something like that. Fuck the Capitals. Yeah, for, for a limited time only, I'm saying go go Devils. And like, this game is the perfect reason why you got to shop around and get lines early. Because I got a minus 150, and now they're minus 170 is the best price you can get. So hopefully they can come through against Hunter Shepard or whoever started the match. He was good the last game, to be fair. The, the Mountain Man, he's got this huge beard. looks like Brent Burns. Uh, he, got his, he got his debut out of the way. Now he can go back to sucking and go back to the A. Oh, uh, Martin Jones is starting again. I was hoping it was going to be that, that tall Swedish guy who played like Oh, really? Hilda B? Yeah. Um, All right. See ya.